This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Thursday, May 12th, 2022, and Joe Biden has finally broken his brain in half. He started yelling about food lines and calling Donald Trump the great MAGA king. Come on, man. Come on. You're just giving us the material at this point. Nancy Pelosi invokes the Bible. It doesn't turn out like the way she thinks it's going to turn out. And the FCC commissioner says Joe Biden's disinformation board is unconstitutional. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. They're dead wrong. Under my predecessor, the great MAGA king, the deficit increased every single year he was president. The first year of my presidency, the first year, I reduced the deficit, literally reduced the deficit by $350 billion. First year. Great and powerful MAGA king. That's right. That's what Joe Biden is calling Donald Trump now. The powerful MAGA king. Ooh, he's coming for us, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Donald Trump is the MAGA king. Can somebody please stop and tell me how exactly is that an insult? Can somebody please pause and say, like, wait a second, is Dan Scavino, is Rick Grinnell, is Cash Patel, are these, are these the guys writing Joe Biden's lines these days? Because Joe Biden went from ultra MAGA to MAGA king in a speech yesterday, and we're going to cover it all now because Donald Trump is now memeing this moment, and Donald Trump is back, ladies and gentlemen, on Truth Social. It is really special to see Trump back in action with the memes. They're all spicy, and we have a great show for you today. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show, and we're very, very excited because the memes are back, and we feel like we're back, boys. That's right. feels like we are kind of getting back into that politics of the left can't meme, the politics of punching, throwing punches, like being able to rumble and rowdy it up. Joe Biden not having the capacity to even understand that he's handing us the greatest victory we could ever ask for, calling Donald Trump the MAGA king. That's what Joe Biden did yesterday in a speech to the Electrical Union Workers of America in Chicago. Very dimly lit, weird hall there. And as you could see in that clip, Joe Biden saying Donald Trump is the MAGA king elicited exactly zero boos or, 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 or responses from the audience. So if you're a president and you're sitting there saying, trying to attack your predecessor, which is always a terrible look, but whatever, you're trying to attack Donald Trump, you'd expect if you were in front of a friendly audience, for people to go, boo, we don't like that, we don't like that. But all the electrical union members are sitting there being like, actually, we really liked MAGA. And the reason why is because a lot of people really liked MAGA. Donald Trump was the first president in modern American history to gain more votes when he ran for re-election. 75 million Americans voted for MAGA. 75 million. 
And so if you're going to start taking issue with a political movement, maybe choose something that doesn't encompass a third of the country. How about that? Maybe choose something that isn't the most powerful uh, uh, icon, the red MAGA hat political icon in uh, a century. There hasn't been a political iconoclast movement like MAGA in so long. And the MAGA movement is, quite frankly, people who just want to put America first. I think it's best called the America First movement. And right now, in a country where we have rampant inflation, open borders, gas shortages, baby formula shortages, I think there's most of America is being like, yeah, I think America First would be really, really good right now. Joe Biden continued to scream during this speech. His brain finally, truly broke, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden saying, remember the these long lines in the television, the dibbity doop, the bobbity boop, rah, loud noises. This is what Joe Biden sounded like screaming about food shortages. Go. Remember the long lines of television, people lined up all kinds of videos just to get a box of food and they're drunk. How could we forget? People were hurting. What does the black crowd want to do? Forget it. Forget it. This is the United States of America. The idea that people would have to wait in line an hour, hour and a half to get a box of food because they're strong. This is unbelievable. What is. What is this, ladies and gentlemen? It is projection. Joe Biden is getting upset. Joe Biden probably has early onset dementia. And Joe Biden is getting angry because it's actually his administration that is causing food shortages. We had an interview yesterday with a number of mothers for a special that we're doing on baby formula shortages. Right now in this country, in America, there are baby formula shortages that are affecting millions of mothers all across the nation. It's about to get much, much worse. We went out and actually saw the empty shelves inside of the shopping centers and inside of the stores. And we spoke with mothers who, of course, have major needs when it comes to babies who have uh, various issues with their digestion and so on. There's a lot of reasons why you need formula. Very important item to have. And now we have rationing and scarcity and shortages for children in this country. So here's Joe Biden screaming like a just rambling idiot. He's like yelling about what? About food shortages? Dude, it's your administration that is creating food shortages. That isn't the end of Joe Biden's screaming. He continued during the speech. He's really unhinged. I mean, it was a really unhinged speech yesterday. Biden yelling some more. Take it away. We had an economy on the brink of a great depression. Living people losing their jobs, losing their homes. They're even more poorly living than hope. But guess what? If you all went on strike nationwide, the country shut down. Shut down. I've watched a lot of Joe Biden clips, and I've seen a lot of Joe Biden speaking. And what happens is that Joe Biden, over the course of 50, 60, 70 years in politics, has created a fake version of himself, a fake lunchbox Joe version of himself, where he's the Scranton scrapper 
where he's the, the working class Joe, once pale Joe. And he himself is this working class guy who comes from this working class background where none of it's true. Joe Biden never once held a manual labor job. Joe Biden has never once picked up a tool or a wrench inside of a garage. Joe Biden wouldn't know what the hell to do if you opened up the hood of a car. Joe Biden wouldn't know how to turn the water on in his own bathroom, most likely. Everyone rejoiced this last week when Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion, and we thought that maybe he'd be taking that company out of the leftist cesspool and into the land of free speech, but he's not out of the woods yet. You see, Twitter is still platformed on Amazon web servers. Those are the racks and the servers that could pull Twitter offline if they don't like what Elon Musk is doing. You don't think they'll do it? They did the same thing to Parler. They offlined the entire platform and crashed it because they didn't like what was happening on it. This is how evil and how incestuous the left has become with their control of the internet. It's why we need a new American internet. It's why we are so thrilled to be partnering with RightForge.com. RightForge.com is the true American internet and founded on American free speech principles. That's why BennyJohnson.com is hosted by RightForge. RightForge is also bringing back President Trump to the internet by hosting Truth Social, a new online community for free thinkers and free speech. It's amazing to have a company that is investing in the real wire and infrastructure, the routers, the servers, the racks that make the internet possible. And if we don't go down to the very core, we'll never have free speech back. The core of American values is what drives RightForge, and we encourage you to go to RightForge.com. That's RightForge.com. And talk to them today about bringing your domain over so you are uncancelable by the left. RightForge.com. And so if you get your plunger stuck in your toilet, it's not Joe who you're going to call. Joe wearing an ascot right in the 70s. There are photos of Joe wearing ascot. Ascot Joe, he went to law school. He nearly failed out of that. And then he went immediately into politics and spent an entire lifetime uh, in government largesse and receiving government paychecks. And so no, Joe Biden is not part of the working class. Joe Biden never has been part of the working class. It's all lie. It's all facade. And it's all fake. But when Joe Biden gets in front of audiences like this, when Joe Biden is standing before the union workers of America, Joe Biden has worked up this fake identity in and of, him, in and of himself where he believes he's really like connecting with these men. Where in reality, actually, the person who connected with these men the very most and the working class the very most was Donald Trump. And not necessarily because Donald Trump was in there scrapping himself, but because Donald Trump was a builder. Donald Trump built beautiful skyscrapers and massive skyscrapers all around the world and has managed properties and has worked with the property owners and the people who are constructing the buildings. And so on, a, on level... Donald Trump had far more connectivity to the working class Americans and working class Americans and their, their needs and their concerns than Joe Biden ever did because Joe Biden built nothing. If only, uh, if only Joe Biden had built something, maybe he'd listen to the concerns of these people and be more America first. But instead, there's Joe Biden attacking America first in front of all these union members, not realizing that union members, by and large, and working class Americans far by and large, middle-class Americans and white working class throughout the country voted for 
Donald Trump. The Ultra MAGA. The MAGA King. And I still cannot, to like this very moment, figure out exactly how that's supposed to be an insult. How are you not doing Donald Trump's job for him by talking about him as the MAGA King? What did the MAGA King do? Joe Biden says. So no, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't going to be about Joe Biden trying to project his failures onto Donald Trump. People have too long of a memory. And that memory only has to go back two years to find $2 gasoline, to find grocery prices that were remotely reasonable and baby formula. That's right. Food for your children. Yeah. Joe Biden ain't going to be able to scream his way out of this one. I don't care how much he comes up with awesome nicknames like the Great MAGA King. The Great MAGA King, by the way, is just a fantastic nickname Donald Trump took to Truth Social yesterday and started posting memes of himself as a king on Truth Social. Trump posting the Great MAGA King meme with a photo of Donald Trump holding a scepter with a crown on. There are now memes flooded throughout the internet. The last thing you really want to do is to re-inspire all the meme makers. Of course, we want to inspire them. We have a show on Parlor called The Left Can't Meme where we do the greatest meme reviews, ladies and gentlemen. Please head over to Parlor and check this out. But you don't want to give them the material to meme for. So coming up with a term like Ultra MAGA or the Great MAGA King is just joy. It's just like the prime slice of beef for meme makers. And Joe Biden's just slicing it up, man. He's just slicing it up. He's just giving them the content that they need. So now the internet flooded with... MAGA King memes. Great job. Bravo. Good job. Good job. That's what you that's what you totally needed. Multiple media outlets saying that Donald Trump now is ascendant, that he's back. Donald Trump on Truth Social this morning going to town. Donald Trump is definitely seeming like his old self on Truth Social, posting a nation that can't feed itself. Soon the USA can't defend itself. Classic Trump tweet. The only question now is will Joe Biden be the next Herbert Hoover or Jimmy Carter? That's, well, uh, we talked about that earlier in the show. Go see 2,000 Mules. And we agree. We saw it last week with Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Inflation is now at 11% and going higher. This is a Trump truth on Truth Social. Gasoline is at its highest price in history by far. Just like the war with Russia and Ukraine, the world would never have happened. This would never have happened under the Trump administration. And... Ladies and gentlemen, I think that's our major takeaway from last week at Mar-a-Lago with Donald Trump is that uh, Donald Trump now has something to run against. You might remember that Donald Trump uh, got, the Republican Party got beat pretty badly in the 2018 midterms. That's that's something that happens, by the way, inside of uh, midterms with a presidential administration. That's normal. Um, This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. But when Donald Trump was running in 2016, he was kind of pseudo running against Barack Obama and the left, but he hadn't been in power and he really didn't have as much material to run against. Joe Biden is just a 
political ads factory. Just this last week, I think two days ago, Joe Biden saying people blame inflation on me because we're in charge. We control all three branches of government. That's a political ad. There you go. Boom. Gold. Cut it. That's your political ad, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden is a walking, talking billboard for the Republican Party and the Republican Party platform. And so now Donald Trump is going to be really coming back with a vengeance. Vengeance Trump is on the rise, and that's what we saw last week at Mar-a-Lago. And I think this is what you're going to see into the future. Donald Trump's going to have vengeance, and he's going to finally have something to really, really run against, ladies and gentlemen. Hillary Clinton wasn't president. Hillary Clinton had a really bad rap, but she wasn't president at the time. She didn't really have any presidential record to run against. And so Donald Trump had, you know, a little touch and go of a campaign in 2016. And clearly nobody really thought that he was going to win on election night in 2016. And here we are. So now Donald Trump has all the ammo he needs and he's going in. Speaking of somebody who should definitely not be going in on a specific topic as Nancy Pelosi as it pertains to the Bible. Nancy Pelosi invoked the Bible this week, justifying spending $40 billion in Ukraine. Nancy Pelosi trying to quote scripture, saying that America sending $40 billion to Ukraine while our people starve and while our nation is being invaded uh, is tantamount to the scripture in Matthew where Jesus says, when you saw people who were hungry, you fed them. And when you saw people who needed clothes, you clothed them. This is actually perfectly uh, indicative of exactly what Nancy Pelosi thinks of herself, how Nancy Pelosi is utilizing uh, uh, her own position in order to try and say that she is a saintly figure, that she is providing for others. Everybody is aware the amount of money laundering that goes on inside of these countries and the amount of people who are getting rich off war. There's always people who get rich off war. It's not providing for the innocent. It's actually providing for fat defense contractors who live across the river in Arlington, Virginia. Did you know that not since the pandemic have stocks slid as much as they slid just last month? Quarterly earnings are abysmal. The economy is shrinking and mortgage rates are going through the roof because the Fed knows that an overheated economy and hyperinflation is going to lead to disaster. And it's already here, ladies and gentlemen. Stagflation and the worst economic climate in many decades is upon us. What are you doing to protect your wealth? In the Johnson family, we're using our friends at Birch Gold. We are buying precious metals and diversifying into something of real value. My wife and I, invested for the first time last month, and Birch made it so easy. For the first time, we have our future protected by precious metals. We diversified into a tax-sheltered retirement account with gold, and it couldn't have been easier. Please text Benny to 989898 to secure the gains you've made while you still can. Every roller coaster comes to an end. Every night at the bar comes with a hangover, and we are here. Do not get a headache over losing your fiat currency because of the dumb decisions made in Washington. Invest in something of real value. Gold, ladies and gentlemen, through Birch Gold, the only people I trust with my future. Text Benny to 9898 and start protecting your future today with gold. Nancy Pelosi doing her best impression of a Christian because that's the only impression she can do. We will see how that works out for her when she meets uh, 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 St. Paul at the Pearly Gates. But 
Never, nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, St. Peter at the pearly gates, nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, here is Nancy Pelosi trying to quote scripture. Impact that, his, that it is having on food for the world. So when you're home thinking, what is this all about? Just think about when I was hungry, you fed me in the Gospel of Matthew. It also is so pleased that Mr. Meeks, the chairman of the Foreign Affairs Committee, was with us because we talked about sanctions. So when you're at home thinking what this is all about, think about when I was hungry, you fed me from the Gospel of Matthew. Hmm. Well, that's very interesting, Nancy, because I've gone to your district. I've seen the hell that is the Tenderloin District in San Francisco that you have represented for nigh on 40 years. And uh, nobody's being fed there. Nobody's being taken care of there. It looks like third world conditions. It is the most sickening, disgusting human refuse I have ever seen. This is the poop district of San Francisco. Nancy Pelosi represents it. And pretty, pretty abysmal, pretty disgusting thing to say there, actually. When your own district looks like that, and when you are taking those billions that could be used to lower gasoline prices, to drill here in America, to buy baby formula, to close down our border. You'll remember that Donald Trump only wanted $15 billion to build the border wall. But no, it's going to Ukraine, ladies and gentlemen. You want to know why? Because $40 billion is a down payment for democracy, according to House Whip Steny Hoyer, a down payment for democracy. Yeah, so much to be said about this. It is properly disgusting what is happening as far as the fraud and graft, the corruption and the money laundering that's going on in Ukraine. People are rightly upset about it. Chip Roy blasted Republicans and Democrats on the House floor because they were jamming through another massive spending bill that its members hadn't even had time to read. How do you get inflation? How do you get an economy in collapse? This is how. Listen to Chip Roy. Thing about a speaker, the gentleman from Maryland talked about protecting this institution or talked about this institution, but we got a $40 billion bill at three o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't had a chance to review the bill. My staff is pouring over the pages trying to see what's in it. You want to talk about the institution? You want to talk about standing up alongside Ukraine? Why don't we actually have a debate on the floor of the People's House instead of the garbage of getting a $40 billion bill at three o'clock in the afternoon? Not paid for without having any idea what's really in it, with a massive slush fund that goes to the State Department, $13 billion, $8 billion for the Economic Support Fund, $110 million for embassy security. We've got $40 billion that is unpaid for, and you want to sit here and lecture this body about what we're going to do or not do about standing alongside Ukraine? Why don't we talk about the American people who are hurting, the wide open borders, the inflation that's killing people, the jobs that people can't get because of the cost of goods and services in this country? Sitting here and being lectured to when I don't even have time to look at a $40 billion unpaid bill. I make a motion to adjourn. Chip Roy becoming a hero of the Republic. He is uh, absolutely swinging. And we, we're going to play a lot more Chip Roy clips on this show. Chip Roy is a, a dude, man. Chip Roy is a dude. He, uh, he's, he's, he's on the rise uh, as far as like members of Congress that we're paying attention to. Uh, he always brings the heat and got to bring him on for an interview sometime. FCC commissioner says Biden's disinformation board is unconstitutional. This is a big story. FCC commissioner Brendan Carr, who we know and like a lot on this show, he blasted the Department of Homeland Security's new disinformation governance board to combat online 
disinformation, calling it Orwellian, un-American, and unconstitutional. Carr made the argument on Monday mornings with Maria, stressing that the disinformation board should be shut down. Here is that clip, and Brendan Carr is a totally based patriot. Right. The FCC has absolutely no authority to step in and block this transaction. As you pointed out, at least one group has already called for the FCC to do it. They even cited the Telegraph Act of 1860 as a source of authority. They omitted the kitchen sink, but frankly, if they had included it, uh, the filing would not have been uh, any more ridiculous. The FCC has no authority. Other agencies, DOJ, FTC, have also been called to take a look at it. I'm not necessarily an expert in their uh, legal authorities, but I'd be very surprised if they have any legitimate authority to block this transaction. Brendan Carr also argued that there is a broader game afoot. That's a little scary. Carr provided an example. You have the White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki from the White House saying that they are coordinating with big tech to take down posts and flagging posts for them. The Department of Homeland Security, Alexander Mayorkas, announced during testimony last month that his House Appropriations Subcommittee on Homeland Security and DHS created the Disinformation Governance Board. The goal is to bring resources of DHS together to address this threat. Hmm. Isn't it interesting that they are talking about America's free speech rights and free information rights and free thought rights given to us by God ensconced in our Constitution as a threat? It really is. It makes your skin crawl. They view free speech as a threat and they view the ability for you to access information and to believe what you wish to believe and which may not be true or may not be empirical. Is it disinformation to believe in Muhammad? Is it disinformation to believe in the Torah? Pray tell, like, exactly where does your misinformation and disinformation stop? Are you going to be going after religions now? This is where this all ends up. It all ends up with people coming after religion and saying, hey, you can't prove that. That's dangerous misinformation, and we're not going to allow it online. Trust me, that's where it all heads. It's where it's all going. They're going to come after the church and they're setting up the systems right now in order to collapse free thought and belief in this country. And if you believe in something that I don't agree with, then it's your damn right. But this is where it's headed. And it's just utterly terrifying, ladies and gentlemen. The goal is to bring the resources together to address this threat. So they're sitting there saying that it is a threat to be able to have free speech, It is a threat. Your rights to free thought and free association are now a threat to them, a threat to their power. That's why these people, they have to be destroyed, man. We've got to rip down these systems. We've got to rip out root and stem these communists inside of our government because they are antithetical to America. Every one of them, impeached, put on trial. They are antithetical to America and to this country. Federal and state lawmakers, constitutional scholars, and other experts are expressing concerns over the Department of Homeland Security's new misinformation board, which they argue is the Biden administration's attempts to stifle free speech. In fact, Republican-led states are threatening legal action against the Department of Homeland Security in a new disinformation government board, which they also deem as un-American and chilling to free speech in America. Virginia Attorney General Jason Mayeres is leading the GOP Attorney Generals in sending a letter to Mayorkas demanding that the department cease taking action, contributing to a chilling effect on free speech. This is unacceptable and downright alarming encroachment on every citizen's right to express his or her opinion to engage in political debate and to disagree with the government, wrote the 20 
20 attorney generals in a letter exclusively obtained by Fox News Digital. The Republicans raised concerns over timing of the board's creation, saying it comes when the Biden administration has flagged problematic posts on social media, working with big tech companies and the private sector to take down misinformation off the platform. Just the term misinformation and disinformation is a national security term. It's an espionage term. It doesn't say lie. The regular vernacular for an American would be, this is a lie or this is the truth. So the Russian dossier is a lie. And the fact that Donald Trump did not collude with Russia to win the 2016 election, which he didn't, is the truth. So this is a lie, provable by facts. And this is the truth, provable by facts. It's empirical. Misinformation and disinformation is actually the purpose of the Russian dossier to misinform and to get enough people in the population to think that Donald Trump is a Russian stooge, a Russian cat's paw, that he is playing the game for the Russians. And that's what the point is. It's a psyop on America and it's dangerous, truly, because these people are using, again, national security terminology in order to try and manipulate to attain power, to keep power in this country. So I do not want to use the terms misinformation and disinformation. It's thrown around a lot on the show. They're not real terms. They are PSYOP terms. These are terms from our national security state and they shouldn't be used. We should use the terms true or false, or we're working to determine what's true and false. Those are true and con those are concrete terms that can be taken to the bank these are not. In addition, uh, they say that the timing is suspect due to Tesla's CEO, Elon Musk, recent acquisition of Twitter and his comments on ensuring free speech and transparency on the platform. A broader effort by this administration to drive dissent from the public square. Carr, Brendan Carr, the FCC commissioner, argued stressing that he is glad that the attorney generals are trying to get to the bottom of this. Well, we are glad for... Uh, for Brendan Carr, I mean, this guy is just a complete patriot. We knew him pretty well when we were still living in Washington, D.C., and he is now fighting what we see as, man, inarguably one of the biggest threats in America. Joe Biden stifling free speech for his own political gain, and you just don't get worse than that. We are truly in that chapter of 1984 and A Brave New World uh, and, and, and Fahrenheit 451. We are right in the center of it all. They are trying to do this while Americans are concerned about a bunch of other issues. They're trying to push through extremism and collapse our rights while the rest of us are concerned about baby formula, which we should be. Open borders, inflation. It's not going to work. And it's not going to work because we know what they're doing and we can see them. We see you. And Americans are getting pissed. They're getting really upset about the way that things are going and they're not going to tolerate it any longer. That's why we do this show every single day to bring actual truth to you. That's why we're so proud of this movement that we're building, this movement that we're helping create, a movement of people who are awake. The Great Awakening is upon us, and we are very, very excited to usher it in. My name is Benny Johnson. This has been The Benny Show. We have our priorities correct on the show, God, Family, Country. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening.